The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why we decided it's important to look at what's being discussed online. And frankly speaking, without social media, I'm not quite sure how I would be informed about what is what in the world, like important exhibitions, what RM is doing. Good morning, Erica. Good morning. <laughs> how would I keep up with BTS? <laughs> <laughs> If it weren't for SMM. All right. Uh, before we take you to that very story, I do want to mark this occasion by saying, yes, the Pengnam Namjoon's monumental mm-hmm. installation is back up on display at the MMCA. It's important because the TV screens are usually left turned off to preserve the yep. piece. So it's rare mm-hmm. that you see it blaring and people look like they're having a party around it. Yes. So um, this monumental piece of work like you just described is uh, has come back to life. <laughs> really? It was uh, they pulled the plug um, three years ago. The way and that then sounds. Now, I know. And now <laughs> it's it's come to life. It's. It's a thing. It's it's a um, it's an object. It's an installation. But uh, you know, if you take a look at it, it, it almost seems like a living thing. It's uh, it really kind of does take your breath away. It's huge, first of all. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a towering figure. Yeah. It looks like a tower. Yes. Stacks and stacks of old uh-huh. TV screens. Uh, let's tell our listeners more about the piece itself before we go on. Yeah. So the piece is called Tadaiksan, mm. uh, which translates to "the more the better." It's uh, media artist Peng Namjoon's most iconic work. It's his largest uh, installation piece. Mm. And um, yeah, it was, they, they pulled the plug uh, three years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry I keep using that expression, but It's literally they turned it off yeah. so they could fix what was broken, basically. Right. Yeah. Old And TV screens. Do we have we're the t- parts talking about CRT it? monitors. Yeah. They don't make those anymore. No. <laughs> no. I'm wondering some of our listeners, do you, do you know what CRT monitors is? They look hefty like, yeah. like the old school TVs because uh, I realize my brother doesn't know what this is right exactly so it's basically it's it's um, it's it's a box kind it's a box kind <laughs> the TVs that we have at home these days it's flat right <laughs> we can hang them on walls yeah, <laughs> yeah. long before that so anyways um, it's it's uh, come back to life and it's managed to avoid some major technological changes okay. as the National Museum of Modern and Contemporary Art had promised so back in 2019 uh, the museum announced that it will try to keep the prototype of the more the better for as long as it could and the museum successfully restored uh, this media mm. work while keeping most of the outdated CRT monitors uh, for the monitors that could not be fixed uh, they were replaced with new generation <laughs> monitors as the artist himself had always insisted he'd always said in his lifetime you know if one of if one day If the day comes when you can't fix, you know, these monitors because you can't find parts or, you know, uh, replacements, then just... Go ahead, replace them with new technology. With new te- I mean, yeah. that, that is his intention yes. anyway, he has voiced that. But That's right. uh, as some, uh, well, organizations, uh, in this case, museums, mm-hmm. I want to preserve the integrity yes. of the piece. It does That's bring it. into question. And I don't want to bring in money all the time, but uh-huh. it is about that too. Yep. Does that actually depreciate somehow? The you know, value the latest the work? restoration, yeah. uh, they spent around 3 billion won <sighs> fixing it. So, you know, it, it's a lot of money that goes into yeah. preserving uh, artwork such as this. And we're finally screening it. I mean, it, the picture really doesn't do it justice no. because if you see it in person, even with the screens off, it is so big. Yes. Look at that. They right? have like a laser show It's happening a tower. Over, around the tower. Yeah, yep. That's kind of cool, right? And uh, there's a spiraling staircase yeah. around the piece of work. So it's like 
center stage and there's oh. a glass dome over it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. if you're in town, it's worth a visit, yes. right? And now the CRT martyrs function as a representative medium to remember the 20th century. So it's yeah. symbolic in many ways. That's right. Um, so to to tell you a little bit more about this uh, art installation, yeah. it was uh, created back, it was completed in 1988. Um, it's on display as the centerpiece at the MMCA's Kwachon mm-hmm. venue. Uh, it, it measures, what, 18.5 meters tall. It weighs 16 tons. <laughs> it consists of 1,003 TV monitors. And like I mentioned earlier, it is the largest installation piece by the media art pioneer. Well, here's the thing. The installation was not originally designed to be a permanent piece or a prominent installation. Over Mm -hmm. the years, that suffered minor mechanical failures due to the short lifespan of CRT Mm -hmm. monitors, even my flat screen after a few years. It goes bad. Yeah. So this is just the latest uh, restoration work Mm. uh, that took place to, you know, restore it. Uh, Starting in 2003, Mm. the museum had dusted off, fixed, and replaced hundreds Mm. of of the vintage monitors. Mm. Over the course of two years, from 2010, the museum fixed 323 units. It went on to repair uh, 198 more units between 2013 and 2014. In 2015, the museum fixed and replaced some 320 units in a single year, which was the biggest restoration work ever. Now, in 2018, of February, the museum unplugged the entire installation after the Korea Electrical Safety Corporation warned of a fire risk after a thorough safety check. And uh, since 2018, the museum has been more actively looking into possible restoration options, Mm. including upgrading the technology Mm. to find the best uh, available options. The museum has consulted 40 different experts, including technicians, curators, artists, and media art experts. Mm. Uh, The museum also consulted with major foreign museums that had already uh, experienced restoring Pengnam Dunes works. Okay, so some have already been replaced yes. with newer monitors. That's so right. So it's not as if there isn't precedence, and it's it's hazardous. Now we have a bigger problem That's in our right. hands. And okay, so this latest restoration work took three years, as you've said. Mm-hmm. A lot of money went into it. A lot of time went into yes. it. The big question is: for how much longer will it sustain the life of this installation? That's a good question because as soon as they plugged the installation back in, one of the monitors immediately went dark. It just you know? really so, wants to go. Yeah. Uh, so they don't know for sure exactly for how much longer it will last but okay. it's basically on life support okay. and uh, the museum expects the latest repairs will add another 15 to 15 10 to 15 years of lifespan to the installation okay. i think they're being hopeful here <laughs> yeah um but anyways they're looking for options that possibly more sustainable and mm. feasible in the future honestly i used to complain about the piece that we have within the arirang yeah. uh, uh, station uh-huh. building and because it's a, it's a beautiful glow piece yep. with small tv screens and they turn it on for special occasions mm-hmm. and it's beautiful when yep. it's ignite, of course, right? And I thought, that's a pity. Why don't they just keep it on? Yeah. Well, well <laughs> exactly. I can see. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> okay, guys. So why is this special exhibition taking place now? Well, this year marks the 90th anniversary of Peng Namjoon's birth. Yes, exactly. And to mm. celebrate, uh, the Peng Namjoon Center, Art Center in Yongin in Gyeonggi-do province is presenting another exhibition titled uh, Namjoon Baek or Peng Namjoon Super Baroque. <laughs> and uh, that exhibition is going to continue until January 24th of next year. 
And uh, yeah, the admission is free, so go check it out. Admission is free. Said no museums ever, so please <laughs> yes. go down if you're in town. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our second buzzword of the day. BTS leader RM finally will unveil the story itself. Uh, he apparently made a donation first rather discreetly mm-hmm. and now we're talking about it belatedly yes. and the effort is to preserve of overseas Korean cultural assets. Yeah, so uh, RM recently donated 100 million won, roughly 72,000 US dollars uh, to preserve overseas Korean cultural assets. Now this is a second time making such a large donation uh, to the state-run Overseas Korean Cultural Heritage Foundation mm-hmm. and he made his first donation rather discreetly like you said. Ah! Last year, and he made the same amount uh, of donation, 100 million won. Oh, I had no idea that it happened repeatedly. This is the second time. Yeah. All right. Um, We'll get the details of Mm -hmm. what exactly he is trying to preserve. Yeah. Basically, the money is being used to produce uh, an art brochure, the latest donation I'm talking about. Uh, They're going to make an art brochure introducing important Korean paintings that Mm. are on exhibit at art museums in other parts of the world. Uh, and this is to basically raise awareness on Korea's important cultural heritage. Now, the foundation will have experts decide which paintings to include in the brochure. And uh, they're going to continue engaging in dialogue mm. with the art institutions mm. that currently own mm. these pieces. I believe there is uh, an exhibition scheduled to showcase some of the, uh, the more noted Korean cultural mm-hmm. heritage pieces at LACMA. And uh, the audio guide was recorded by our. That's right. Right. It comes a full circle. Yep. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the first donation that dates back to apparently last September? Yeah. What was that for? Um, yeah, the first donation was made last year, but the foundation only revealed yesterday mm. that the money uh, was used to preserve a traditional bridal costume called mm. Harod, mm. Uh, which was worn by royal women during the Joseon dynasty. It's really beautiful. Uh, there is one currently on display at LACMA, mm. and uh, these robes are extremely valuable because there are only 40 of them left left in the world, including around 30 here in South Korea. I didn't realize they were so rare. Yes, exactly. Now, the Harod at LACMA mm. is believed to date back to the early 20th century. An unknown art collector donated this robe to the museum in 1939. Mm. And uh, this garment is going to be sent to Korea later this month for mm. display at the National Palace Museum uh, following uh, conservation work. Mm. Uh, it's going to be on display next year after the conservation work. Okay. And uh, the following year in 2024, it's going to be sent back to LACMA for an exhibition there. Okay, so Arm's love for art, his collection is well known by now yes. as well. And he, again, participated in an audio guide yes. recording. Did I steal your thunder? No, no, no. That's completely okay. Uh, he recorded the audio guide for 10 Korean art pieces that have been exhibited at uh, an exhibition called The Space Between mm. the Modern in Korean Art. Mm. Uh, it's been on display since September Eleventh, uh, actually. I haven't back. I haven't been back at mm-hmm. LACMA in over ten years. Yeah, it's such a pity because they have such an installation. Right, and this exhibition should be exciting uh-huh. too. Do we have time for final? St- we do have time for our uh, yes. final story. The 2022 Cheongsan <laughs> Arirang Festival kicks off in where else? Cheongsan <laughs> in Gangwon-do Province. This is the 47th oh. installment. Uh, it's been taking place. It's close to 50 years. Anyways, uh, like most other festivals, large festivals, uh, it's taking place for the first time in three years because of the pandemic. Uh, it kicked off its four-day run yesterday at the Cheongsan Public uh, Stadium. Now, this year's theme is 
보고 싶다 정선아 정선 아리랑 or I miss you 정선 or 정선 아리랑. Uh, yeah, uh, the opening ceremony featured live performances of a wide range of Korean music, including mm. kugak and trot. Mm. Visitors were also treated to fireworks display as well. And yesterday morning, uh, they held the chiryeon jere or the chiryeon ritual at the chiryeonsa shrine. Isn't that funny that they paired kugak with trot at the Jongsan <laughs> Arirang Festival? I'm trying to just process That's that. That's the kind of age we're living in today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's tell our listeners a little bit about the Chilhyeonjere, this ritual. Yes. So Chilhyeon refers to the seven loyal Sonbi who were opposed to the establishment of the Joseon dynasty. They served uh, the royal family of the Goryeo dynasty until the very end. They were very loyal servants. Uh, and they composed their feelings of resentment and mm-hmm. sorrow over the fall of the Goryeo kingdom into a hanshi or poetry, mm-hmm. which eventually became a song. And that eventually became the Chongson Arirang mm, the storytelling right yeah that we know today right. uh, it's a really sad song uh, it's about people lamenting the hardships of life it was really difficult back in the days living deep in the mountains I mean yeah. Kawanda is a very mountainous area you have to think about right, it right, right. so yeah there you go if you've never heard of it I, I suggest you do so because you're right it, it is a really heart-wrenching song for you even if you don't understand the lyrics, yeah, the the the, the, the emotions it. are conveyed <laughs> through the melodies, All and right. the core spirit of this festival is to preserve this art form mm-hmm. as well as the traditions and customs related to Chongsun Arirang. It's happening for uh, did you say a week long? Uh, it's actually run. going to take place until this Sunday. Okay, so yeah. a four day run ends That's this right. Sunday. Thank you so much, Erica. Pleasure. Have a great weekend. You too. And see you next week. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.